friends, welcome in to We The Fans. I am Joe Huck. I am rocking the beanie tonight. As um, I'm going to be honest with you, we are, are once again in the garage of my house. It's actually my father-in-law's house because uh, if you do not know, my house is being built as we speak. And so... With uh, my house being built as we speak, it is literally being built right across from us uh, as we are right now. So with that being said, uh, we are staying with my father-in-law as that is happening. And so I'm in the garage because my son is trying to go to sleep right now. Also, I must let you know that if you are watching this on the video that you can watch on KCPN, whether it is Twitter, Twitch, YouTube, Facebook, or anywhere else that you can catch this video, no. This is not sponsored by Huggies. I did not realize that these Huggies boxes were directly behind me until I was about to broadcast. In fact, I was talking to our girl Gat when uh, when Gracie Gracie and I were just talking just a second ago on the phone as I'm trying to get that nice little light right there out of the shot. But uh, as we were talking. <laughs> Uh, I, I just saw it and I went, you know what? We're just going to roll with it. We just, we're going to go with it. It's, it's what we're going to do. So nothing says I am a dad like a box of Huggies directly behind you as you're getting ready to talk about Super Bowl 55 between the Chiefs and the Bucks. I appreciate everybody that is already in the chat. If you are watching this, I've got that chat right here that you can put any comment in whatsoever and we will read it right here on KCPN. Before we get going, don't forget that you can also follow us on KCPN no matter where it is around the world and you get a ton of great podcasts that do not involve huggies. Okay? The Spoken, Run Your Mouth, Tailgate Podcast, all of that, three B's coming up tomorrow, which I was right there in front of uh, last week. And so I was able to get out of here before they came on. So some of the comments that we got going in right now, because this is going to be the first of two podcasts this week. This one, we're going to have a little bit of fun in. I know that we got some trash talking already going on in the chat. We're about to read those. And then coming up on Friday, we're going to do a very heavy X's and O's type segment uh, for the uh, for the people that kind of want to know a little bit of extra going into the game coming up on Sunday. Now, Gat says, who's on in the chat, as I've got a hair in my mouth. There it is. Garages are cool. Very metal. Uh, yes. As a matter of fact, this one is insulated, as you can see right there on the garage, that uh, they're, they're very insulated on this one. So this one's not as cold as most. I've got my, my KC, my uh, military appreciation sweatshirt on uh, that I bought this year. I've got that on. I've got some sweatpants on. So we're staying a little bit warm. Diapers are also metal. Um, those right there are solid. Okay. We're in the size six, and you can see that big number six right there above my thumb. That's as high as it goes. That basically means, uh, Joe, you need to potty train your son because once he grows out of those, there is no above that. That's it. 
All right, we also have uh, Yorkie saying he's had a lot going on on his end. It's not my place to say what's going on with Yorkie, but, bro, I am excited for what happened with you today. After everything that's happened this week, I am excited for you. I am pumped, and that is awesome. So, that being said, as Yorkie is getting ready for River Region Wrestling coming back in March, Chris says, go Bucks." He says, sorry, got a former JSU player on the roster. Who's the former JSU player? Uh, it's, 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 it's skipping my mind right now of, of who the, J, the JSU player is. But that, Yorkie says, let's go Chiefs. He says, get revenge for my Saints. Look, man. I, I really thought that there was a potential of this being Chiefs and Saints uh, coming up earlier in the season. I thought that that could have been. Oh, Josh Pearson. That's it. Josh Pearson is the is the former JSU player. There's, there's a former JSU player. There's a few different players on here as well. And that is uh, that there's uh, Austin High School, which I do play by play for. Matter of fact, I got a basketball game tomorrow night. And uh, I thought that that was going to be a a really, really big. um, It's going to be really cool to see. Also, here we go. We got some more people coming in. Yeah, JSU stands for Jacksonville State University. For a lot of people that don't know that, uh, Jacksonville State is one of the better FCS programs in the country. When you think of FCS, you'll hear a lot about North Dakota State, James Madison. It was actually JSU a couple of years ago that played North Dakota either North Dakota State or James Madison for the national championship in Fort Worth, Texas. So it was a really big deal around here locally. Uh, for those of you that don't know, uh, Bill Clark is one of the more notable names uh, in, in JSU history. He was the head coach for JSU before taking over the UAB Blazers. But then they got the, the program got destroyed and he's the one that's still the head coach uh, today as uh, JSU, or I should say UAB, is getting ready to open up a brand new stadium in downtown Birmingham. Uh, Also, Gracie said, Chiefs and Saints. No, I, th- that to me could have been a, uh, a really good Super Bowl. And I'm actually kind of glad it's not happening, uh, mainly because uh, Drew Brees always makes me nervous. So also, uh, yes, Chris, uh, Jacksonville State is about to enter the Atlantic Sun uh, Conference. That conference is growing up. They've kind of wanted a they wanted what they called uh, they, they wanted a conference championship game. They needed to add some members. So JSU is going to be uh, leaving the the Southern. No, it's not the Southern. It's the OVC. That's it. The the Ohio Valley Conference. Uh, They're going to be leaving the OVC to go to the A-Sun. And yes, they are going to be playing UAB in Montgomery uh, the first week of the season next next season, which is pretty cool because Montgomery, although it doesn't have many good things, uh, Montgomery has this kickoff classic that it happens. And it happens around my birthday because my birthday is on August 26th. And what takes place there is it's the first football game of the college football season, FCS or FBS. And this year it's going to be, it's going to be Jacksonville State and UAB. Uh, Jacksonville State, they've won the FCS championship a couple times. I think, I'm not sure that they've won the FCS national championship. Uh, this is another fun fact. They play at Burgess Stadium. 
which is named after uh, Rick Burgess of Rick and Bubba. Everybody knows who Rick and Bubba is. Uh, of Rick and Bubba, it's his dad that the stadium is actually named after. That's no BS. That's for real. Um, and Yorkie says that that uh, he's in really good spirits and it's tough to see him. He cried when he left. Okay, for those of you who don't know, and I guess since Yorkie's commenting on it, I can say a little bit about it on the show. Um, his A member of his family is what I will say. Uh, had open heart surgery and he just got out of the hospital today. So it's been a week long process and it's, 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 it's been pretty intense. All right. So we've gotten through some of the comments. Okay. If you want to comment, hop in. Okay. This one tonight is really just kind of us getting together to kind of see how you feel about the Super Bowl that is coming up. We're going to be doing another show on Friday that is going to be in, that's going to be a lot more X's and O, more videos going to be involved. We're going to kind of show you what Kansas City is going to be seeing uh, against Tampa coming up on Sunday night. That's it. Yes. His name Burgess Snowfield and Jacksonville State won their last national championship in 1992, in 1992, uh, it was was about was was that 19 years ago? No, 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 no. 29 years ago. God, my years are running together. It's 29 years ago. So that is that is how long it has been since Jacksonville State has won a national championship, and they almost did a couple of years ago. But you're here to talk about Chiefs and Bucks. Throw in your questions. As they are coming in throughout the night, we will answer those, um, getting you ready for the game. No matter what your question is about, we will answer it. Or I should say, I will, I will answer it. I don't like saying the word I or the letter I. Oh, no, 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 no. Do not, and I repeat, do not bring Screech up in the chat. Okay. We're just not. We're just not. Okay. Because as, as, as crappy as his life was, after Saved by the Bell, that man made that show. Okay, if you want to look, if you want to get me on anything that's not NFL football, if not that, I was a Saved by the Bell aficionado. There is not a single Saved by the Bell question outside of the college years because I was kind of eh on that. But there is not a single Saved by the Bell question that you can ask that I cannot answer. I was that much. Yes, I cried when Kelly and Zach broke up. I'm not making fun of that. I really did. I really did cry when Kelly and Zach broke up. Like I literally watched the rest of that show through its entirety wanting to see Zach and Kelly get back together. Yes, I am a Say by the Bell fan. I absolutely am. Who wasn't a Say by the Bell fan if you grew up in the 90s? Who was it? Like, for real. Who was not a Say by the Bell fan growing up in the 90s? Saturday morning TV. The show was legit. Then they tried to bring in like a new class, and it was just, it was just really kind of bad. All right. Will has finally thrown in a real question. I really appreciate that. What do you think of Gronk changing out shirts for sprints? Okay, so Gronk, big Gronk, okay? <laughs> Gronk does this thing where it, he had to prove that he was working out and that he was running the sprints that he was supposed to be running and that he was working out the way that he was supposed to be working out. And so what he did is he had to send these videos in daily 
to the to the, the Tampa Bay Bucks to prove that he was working out. Look, I don't know if you know anything about Gronk. He, he kind of likes to party. And he was also the WWE 24-7 champion for a period of time, which is really sad. Yorkie, I'll get to yours in just a second. So what happened is, and Gronk talked about this today, because normally during this week, right now is opening night. It's this big thing that, that the NFL Network started doing just a couple of seasons ago. And last year when this game was in Miami, they had it at Marlins Park. And they basically opened up Marlins Park and they set up media day throughout the entire stadium. For both for both teams. And so it's kind of this big kickoff party night and you get Deion Sanders and Marvin and Michael Irvin and they're walking around talking to players and they're having fun and all that. It's basically what normally used to happen on a Tuesday on a Monday. And they moved it to Monday night and put it into primetime on NFL Network. And it's kind of this kind of kickoff party. Well, this year they can't have that. So what they're doing instead is they have lined up Zoom calls Throughout the entire day. I mean, these started at like 8 and 9 a.m. And Tom Brady was asked earlier today about, hey, you know, how how long do you think it'll be until you, you're playing, you know, that you're going to be playing in the NFL? And he says, I may pay, play past 45. But Gronk got asked the question, hey, do, you know, tell us about, you know, your, your period of time with the Bucks and working out and all this other stuff. And so what Gronk eventually said was, Hey, look, the, the, the Bucks asked me to send video in every single day, proving that I was, that I was working out and that I was getting in shape for, for the football season because they signed me late. If you've seen any videos of him or pictures of him, he was really, really kind of skinny. And I mean, skinny for a, about a skinny for a, a tight end in the NFL. So they asked him and he basically then said, Hey, look, this is what I did. They wanted me to send in all this video of me working out and running. So what I would do was I would put together a video and I would send it. And then I would take like four or five more videos, change shirts to make it look like I'm working out on different days, and then just send them in on different days. That's what I would do. And that's what Gronk said they did. So basically, he would just work out that one day, and then he would send in all these videotapes. Also, my wife just hopped in, and she's just now seeing the diaper boxes. Look. The diaper boxes are part of the show now. The Huggies will be a part of the show every single time that I am in here doing this show from the garage. I think it adds some personality, personally, okay? I don't know what you guys think about the, about the box of Huggies. I like the box of Huggies. Chris says, uh, love over Huggies, I believe is, was what he just said. Uh, yeah, those really didn't work out for my son. It gave him a rash. Ba- each baby's different. Huggies are the only ones that didn't make him uh, didn't make him like break out like a rash on his booty. So we kind of fixed it. So that's the reason why we did. Okay. I loved Gronk saying that because really, that's totally beating the system. That absolutely is. Work hard one day, chill out, party on the boat for four. That's what he did. And that's Gronk to a T. I honestly believe that Gronk is going to be better next season than he was this season because 
he was not really in shape going into this football season. And he kind of said he lost all that weight. Then he said, yeah, sure, I'll go play in Tampa. I want to win another Super Bowl. Why not? And that's exactly what he did. And that's why, and that's the reason why he is now in Tampa with her. So he kind of had to, he had kind of had to make weight and he really didn't do it. And yes, the Gronk move was classic. Yorkie says, do you think Tampa Bay will have a big advantage playing literally at home as the home team? No. I mean, look, a lot of times these tickets are given out and they've, they're split. Now, they're split between going in and – I'm sorry. I just got sidetracked. Are you coming to fix the Huggies? No. Oh, hey, buddy. Yeah, I'm not. You want to hop on? Come here. All right. He said night night. My son's make my son's making it making it make his debut. You want to say something? You want to say something? Go Chiefs! Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Can you say go Chiefs? Yep. There you go. Can you say it into the mic? Uh oh. Yeah. Uh oh. Uh oh. You, you 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 knock it off. There we go. No. Yeah. Okay. Well, you got to go night night. Okay. Can you give daddy a hug? You're just going to look at the camera, aren't you? Look at this. You're just going to stare at the camera? Okay. Can you say I love you? Can you say anything? Can you stop doing that to the microphone? Because it looks really weird. I love you. All right. Give it back to mama. Love you. Love you. Bye, buddy. Good night. I love you. Everybody on the stream is saying good night. Good night, buddy. I love you. Night night. Well, that right there was just that was the highlight of the show, right? That right there was it. The show is now complete. I literally could stop talking right now, and that right there just beat it. I really thought she was coming in to fix the huggies. I really did. I was actually gonna tell her no. But she's got to lay him down. It's night-night time. Yeah, so I appreciate everybody saying goodnight uh, to my son. And, yes, he kept just wanting to play with the, the top of the mic here, so I apologize for that. But we're, where were we? Where were we? <laughs> yes. And, you know, I, and Will, I'm with you. I'm, I give him props for remembering to send the videos in because knowing him, he probably didn't. Honestly, that would have been the funniest part to me is if he would have set that up somehow where he literally scheduled them. Like you can schedule videos to be posted. Like sometimes for me, I'll schedule a post on Facebook or Twitter or something like that. I'll, I'll miss that or I'll send that post and I'll place it like tonight and it'll, it'll air or it'll pop up tomorrow morning. I wouldn't shock me if he did all of that on Monday and then just said, all right, peace out. I'm going to go do whatever I want to. Okay. Uh, Yorkie says, <laughs> Yorkie says he misses his little buddy. I'll tell you who probably doesn't miss him right now. And that is Fletcher. That's the one person. If you don't know about river region wrestling, it is coming back in March at the very beginning of March. And, uh, Nick Fletcher, who is and was and has been the river region wrestling champion for, or was for a period of time, the very night that 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 we went to film uh the title match between me and him little man that you just saw decided that he wanted to be Nick's best friend 
during that match. And so as me and Nick are playing, there's a picture somewhere on Facebook and Twitter of of my son sitting directly in front of Nick Fletcher as Nick and I are making are playing our championship match. And my son distracted him through the entire match, and I ended up winning the championship, which is the reason why I am now the River Region Wrestling Champion. And you will be uh, seeing that coming up in March on River Region Wrestling right here on KCPN. Will asked, what do you think of the MLB The Show being released on Xbox? Look, I, I hate, I hate these video games that are only on Xbox, only on PC, only on PlayStation. I think that they should be cross-platform. I absolutely do. I also believe that you should be able to play against all platforms. And they're starting to kind of do this with a lot of video games. It says nothing to do with the Super Bowl. But it is they're starting to do this with, with some video games, especially it with what was happening with the PS5 and the new Xbox and all this sort of stuff. All of those games they are starting to make it kind of cross platform because you're seeing it a lot with the Call of Duty game that that everybody plays. The reason why everybody plays it, it's a free game, it's real. It's that's probably the most popular version of Call of Duty is the one that's actually like modern warfare. And so that's the reason why it's so popular and you get to and the biggest thing is that's a free video game on PlayStation 4, PlayStation 5. I need to download it for the PS5 because I currently just have it for the PS4. And uh I kind of turned that in the very moment that I have that I got the PS5. So Yorkie says, wait, what? Is that in reference to the uh, My Son Distracting Nick story? Yeah, yeah, that, that, that is a true story. I thought you were there for that. I thought you were there for, for when that took place. Maybe I was wrong on that. Maybe maybe I was I was absolutely wrong on that. So so yeah, that was what took place uh, with the with River Region Wrestling, and it all comes from uh, my son. And Will says that it's the first PlayStation Studio game being released on Xbox, and that's big. No, it's huge, and I want it to I want it to happen more because I think that a lot of these games are being just people are missing out. Like I used to be a huge a huge uh Halo fan but I stopped playing Xbox so I'm not going to I'm they don't have it for PlayStation so I'm never going to play it so that's the reason why I haven't played Halo in so long it was for the show question okay so Yorkie is is asking about the about the MLB the show so MLB the show was just announced uh, earlier today and with being announced earlier today, it was announced that uh, Fernando Tatis Jr. is going to be on the on the front of the game, which they released the imaging and all that. It looks really cool. It's going to be released on PlayStation 5, PlayStation 4, and the brand new Xbox. Now, MLB The Show, historically, was a PlayStation-only video game. And that what that is, is that because it was made by PlayStation and a PlayStation studio, San Diego Sports, it was only released in that on on that platform. They have announced that they are going to now send it over to Xbox. See, when I first started playing MLB The Show, I want to say it was probably like MLB The Show 08. I think Joe Maurer was on the front of the video game. And I was still playing triple play because I had an Xbox and I just bought a PlayStation 3. And a buddy of mine is like, look, man, you got to get in on our online season. You've got to play MLB The Show. It's way better. So what I did is I went out, I bought triple play for the for the PlayStation or for the Xbox. And then I bought 
MLB the show for PlayStation because it was because it was only on PlayStation. And I played MLB the show once and I said, all right, I'll take triple play back. And I never played triple play again. So that's big now because if you're like myself and here on KCPN, we're going to be doing some video game streams. We've already got one going uh, that you can watch. Matter of fact, you can hop in on it. Uh, Every so often uh, that you can watch that and you can enjoy uh, some video games. Matter of fact, uh, it was one of our people on KCPM uh, it, that he's actually like Twitch certified and all this stuff. Uh, he was playing uh, WWE 2K20 uh, last Friday night, as a matter of fact. And I hung out with him on the Twitch stream and, and, and watched him play. He played with real wrestlers. He didn't do any CAWs or anything like that, like what we do in River Region Wrestling. Uh, do you still have the one millisecond monitor to get that up and inside fastball? Yes. Um, if you are not a big gamer um, and you just kind of play casually for fun, if you ever do want to take it seriously, uh, one of the big components uh, for a lot of gamers and the reason why you kind of see this now is that the video games they play they play it on a computer monitor they don't play it on your television uh, the reason is is because with some televisions now even though they're going into 4k soon some will be in 8k because we know that there are 8k uh, video cameras now uh, they the resolution isn't catching up with the speed of the game. So there are certain computer monitors that you look at the resolution and, and you look at, at how many, the reaction time and all that. And what happens is, is the best computer monitor that you can get is a one millisecond uh, reaction time computer monitor. And will help me out with this. I don't think they have a 0.5 uh, MS computer monitor. The reason, and so the reason why this is really big is if you're playing a lot of video games, especially MLB The Show uh, and Diamond Dynasty, you'll notice that there is one pitch that's very hard to hit, and that is the high and tight fastball, especially in a now with Major League Baseball, with the way Major League Baseball is with so many pitchers are throwing 98, 99, 100, 101. Uh, Michael Kopech, which you'll probably hear a lot more this season because the Chicago White Sox are probably going to get talked about a lot more. Um, he throws about 102, 103 on the regular. Raldis Chapman Hunt throws about 103, 104. You throw that fastball high and tight, and you're playing somebody that is playing on a regular television, like is what's going to be on in your living room, they can't touch it. Or they'll foul it back, and they'll never get a good hit. So a lot of times, you'll be playing a gamer online, and if they throw you the high and tight fastball early, they're trying to test and see what kind of computer monitor you're playing on, either seeing if you're playing on a computer monitor or if you're playing on a television. So if you're playing on a TV, then they know that one, two count, big heavy hitter, say you're going up against a, a Mike Trout, a Giancarlo Stanton, something like that. And uh, you can... And what will happen is you'll throw them that high and tight fastball because you know that they can't touch it and you'll strike them out. So so that is just something and that's a little tip for, for gamers. Uh, it's also kind of the exact same thing with a lot of uh, first player shooter games like your Call of Duties and, and all of that. It's all about being able to recognize what's happening and being able to fire first and, and the computer catching up with the video that's being sent from the system. Uh, will says that there is a, a 0.5 millisecond computer monitor for about $380 is a 25 inch. 
man, I got mine for about $120 for my one millisecond. If I could find a good 0.5 millisecond, I'm, I, I would potentially trade my computer monitor in for that one because 0.5, now you're starting to get really good. And that's what a lot of gamers are going to be using. So I am glad that throughout the show tonight, we have talked very little about the Super Bowl and about literally everything else that there is. You want to talk about the Royal Rumble? I mean, I know Monday Night Raw is going on right now. If you want to talk about that, you could throw your questions in. We've already talked some some MLB The Show and some video games. You want to talk about the Major League Baseball season, the fact that it's only going to about 150-something games? Potentially, hey, why not? <laughs> Yorkie says that I should buy me the new computer monitor and I need to give him uh, mine. Okay, Edge. All right, if we're going to go down the avenue of the Royal Rumble as well, this is about to be the most random, we the fans, in history. This is the week of the Super Bowl, and that's why I'm glad that we're going to be doing the other show coming up on Friday to get you ready for the Super Bowl because I had no plan for this show to go in as many random directions as it is going, but this is absolutely a blast, and we're loving everybody that's hopping in on Facebook, on Twitter, on Twitch, on YouTube. Make sure that you follow us on KCPN, the Kansas City Podcast Network, because we've got some huge huge things that are coming up that you are going to want to be a part of. Yorkie Edge, how pumped were you to see Edge win the Royal Rumble last night? Look, if you don't know anything about Edge, this guy broke his neck. It wasn't he never officially broke it, but it was hurting enough that he had to go get it checked and he had to have neck surgery. But this was about 2000 and this is roughly is right after the, the WrestleMania that was in Atlanta at the Georgia Dome, which is no longer here. Uh, rip to the Georgia Dome. So many great memories. Um, but he had to go have surgery and they basically said his wrestling career was done. And so he, he showed up here and there. He did a lot of video stuff. He's done some television shows on we on WWE the network and he's done a ton of stuff like that, but he hasn't wrestled. Then came uh SummerSlam two years ago. He showed up, and what's so great about this is this didn't go as planned. Okay. A lot of times in wrestling, especially in WWE right now. A lot of stuff is planned down to the letter, to where you stand, to how you're standing, to to the way you look at your opponent, all that stuff. It is planned by the talent and what they call and what they they call agents back backstage or bookers is is the historic name for it. So Edge was supposed to do a a run in on Elias, and what happened is Edge and Elias get into the ring. And Edge hadn't fully been cleared yet, but he had been told, hey, look, your neck is your neck is good. So he gets into the ring. And I'll, I'll never forget this because even Elias says this uh, in an interview that was really cool. And he says that Edge and him were standing across from each other. And he just kind of looked at him and Edge gave him a look of, you want to do it? You want to do it? And Edge went in and Elias took the spear. Huge pop. 
Go watch it on YouTube. But that was that first moment that wrestling fans went, wait a second. Is he healthy? Is is he good to go? Is he good to go? Then came the Royal Rumble last year. There have been rumors that he might be involved with it. There's a great documentary on WWE Network about how uh, WWE hid him from everybody. He didn't even show up to Minute Maid Park until after the show started. They they got him in. He was co- fully covered. Like if you're watching the video right now, he was like this, all just trying to go in. Nobody, he didn't want anybody to see him or anything, and. He gets in. He get, they give him his own special locker room away from everybody. There was a special knock just so he knew not to open the door for anybody that knew, unless they knew the special knock. That's how kind of quiet this was. Then most people didn't even know that he was there until he walked to Gorilla, which is the spot directly behind the curtain, and he was about to go out. Like that is how nobody knew and and how crazy it was. Then came the moment, the music hit, you saw it overwhelming. It was amazing. Then he wrestles at WrestleMania. He gets hurt again, this time, not the neck, or I should say backlash is when he get, when he hurt the neck. And then he's gone all the way back until this Royal Rumble and he comes out and wins it. And it was just an amazing night. It seriously was an amazing night. And it was one that if you are a wrestling fan, it's one that you never thought you would see, but you're kind of okay with it because it was edge. It was a guy. It was kind of like the Daniel Bryan thing. He's broken his neck. He was said that he was never going to get back into the, into the ring. And Daniel Bryan was concussions, but he was told he was never going to get back into the ring. And then he does. And not only does he does he do it, but the fans still love him and the fans still wanted him to be successful. And I think that's really cool. And I think that even with as I'm trying to spin this into Super Bowl conversation, because that's kind of what I said I was going to do tonight. As you as you look at what's going on uh, in the Super Bowl, as much as nobody in Kansas City wants to see it. If Tom Brady does win on Sunday, again, I don't want to see it. Hey, repping chief scares. So don't anybody at me saying that they hate my soul because I just said that, that Tom Brady may win the Super Bowl. If they do, if it does happen and you do see it, it's one that you do need to appreciate because there's going to be a point in time where we are going to be watching football and some punk nose idiotic, stupid person on a microphone with huggies behind him talking in his garage is going to say X person is better than Tom Brady. X person is better than Patrick Mahomes. Some idiot's going to say that. And we're going to have to raise our hand call them a moron to their face and use the famous, famous line, the the greatest line that we all love to hear. Back in my day, this happened. And the GOAT won in his home stadium. And that is where, and that's where we are. Look, 
we're going to get more in depth on this on Friday about X's and O's, what you could potentially see, the the plays that Kansas City's probably going to call, the defense that Tampa's going to call. Look, that'll be a lot more X's and O's stuff. Hey, Janet, how's it going? I appreciate you showing me love last week. I really do. I really do appreciate it. Does she like the Huggies? Does she like the Huggy Box directly behind me? I mean, apparently they're extremely popular. And Huggies, if you are watching, um, I may or may not have another child at some point in time that I may need some more Huggies. So if you just want to kind of throw some in, I'm really kind of cool with that. I would be. But. Will says, if Tampa doesn't win it this year, think they'll be able to get everyone back next year. Obviously, the biggest component of this is Tom Brady. Now, he said, and and he said that earlier today. In fact, I may have that audio for you of when he was asked that question about how long he he wants to play. And he says that he wants to play uh, past 45. Somebody actually asked him. And what he would do if he would play past that. And, and so, no, I do not have that. I have a lot of other audio for you that I'll have some more for you coming up on Friday. But he basically said, look, um, there's definitely a possibility that I could play beyond the two year contract. That's going to be the biggest part of this. With this football team, with Leonard Fournette, and Leonard Fournette's kind of having kind of a bounce back season. That's also part of the reason Ronald Jones has a lot to do with the reason that that Leonard Fournette is having a lot of success. Uh, Ronald Jones is in is is injured right now, so that may actually be boded very well for uh, the the Chiefs coming up on on Sunday, but. Gronk hasn't had that much to do with the offense this year. Now you go back and you look at the game against the Packers. He had a really huge third down conversion catch uh, that allowed the the Bucks to bleed the clock and, and get that win. So that's going to be part of it. But what's really going to be interesting and what's the big part about next season is going to be the health of, of Mike Evans. They've got to keep him healthy. He's been injured a lot this season. And I think that's also part of it. The other thing is, and, and this is part of what we'll get into on Friday, this run defense for the uh, for the Bucks is really really good, which is okay because the the Chiefs like to pass the football, so that's no big deal. But this run defense is very very good. Devin White is still on that rookie deal, and he is really starting to to show the reason why the Bucks made a great decision in getting him. Also, sidebar to this, and I've got enough people on that I can ask this question: When you look. At a football player's career. Okay. Now we've got a good mix of college football and professional football fans in here right now. Now, normally we, the fans started off as just an sec only podcast. That's the reason why you could see all the colors. It's all yellow and blue and all that like sec. Yeah. Well, sec is basically over. Nobody talks about college basketball that much, especially in when we're talking about the chiefs. And so, yeah, there's, there's, you know, majority of this is going to be about football and stuff. So when you measure a player's career, do you just measure them based on what they did professionally or just measure them based on what they did in college or as a whole? And the reason why I ask that, is because, and maybe it is because I live in the state of Alabama and everybody judges you based on what you did in college, but look at how many players are in this game that had really good college careers, but they've had better pro careers. 
First one, I'm going to be rocking his jersey coming up on on Sunday. My favorite chief, the Honey Badger, Tyrone Matthew. The man was a was a Heisman contender, made it to New York, and he he's had a better pro career than what he did a college career. Devin White, he had a really good college career at LSU. He's having kind of a, a really good pro career right now. Now, obviously, he's in the first couple of years of his deal. So that's going to continue to show, hey, look, this, this may or may not happen. But Ronald Jones, good college career at USC. Looks like he's actually doing better in the pros with the Bucks. Leonard Fournette, uh, mm. He didn't really do much with the Jags, but obviously he's playing in the Super Bowl now with the Bucks. So he made a really good decision by signing with them. Mike Evans, dude, was a beast at Texas A&M. He was a beast. And he's kind of become that way in the NFL as well. We'll get more into that, but I was just kind of curious. I mean, you know, Tyreek Hill played at West Alabama. It's not like everybody, you know, played at a humongous college and made something of himself. Yorkie, can we touch on the Matthew Stafford trade? Absolutely. Now, what do you think? Because there's two sides to this. There's a reason in a way that both teams actually won out in the deal. Okay. The Rams won in the short run. They got them a quarterback better than Jared Goff that is going to potentially get them to the conference championship and maybe to a Super Bowl, potentially. And we all know how good Matthew Stafford is with less. He actually has a defense now, so that's that's a big deal. Sidebar, they really need to change uniforms again. The Lions won this trade in the long run. I think Jared Goff is going to just flop in, in in Detroit. I really do this. The only times that he was good is when he had Todd Gurley as a running back. Todd Gurley was healthy, and then he had good wide receivers. Robert Woods was having a good year, which he had a decent year this year. Cooper Cup had a really good season two years ago. That That sort of stuff is really what helped Goff be successful in Los Angeles. He doesn't have that in Detroit right now. Detroit doesn't have an offense, which honestly makes Stafford that much more dangerous because now he's actually got receivers. Now he's actually got a better run game. Look, and and for those of you that do not know, and again, I'm broadcasting from, from Hazel Green, Alabama. Which is, if you are a basketball fan, uh, Kyra Lewis, who now plays for the New Orleans Pelicans. Um, I'm about a block away from the high school that he went to a few years ago. And it, it, we, we have something called the 256 Lions. Uh, those are a group of Detroit Lions football players that are all from North Alabama. Carry on Johnson is from Madison Academy, uh, which is up here in North Alabama. Reggie Raglan, former chief. He played for Bob Jones. He's obviously from North Alabama. So there's a couple, there's a few players on there. I'm saying that to say their running attack sucks. They really do. I don't care if it has Swift, Bo Scarborough, and Carry on Johnson. It's not good. It's just not. He does not have any wide receivers, but. With the draft picks 
That's where they're going to potentially win in the long run. That's why I said there's two winners in this deal. The Rams are winning now because they get Matthew Stafford maybe for another two or three football seasons in a city that are, I should say, on a football team that does have a lot of talent, especially on the defensive side. And now they have a quarterback that can make better decisions than what Jared Goff made. Look, people forget, even though he got injured, Jared Goff really wasn't even the starting quarterback uh, for the Rams, even in the playoffs. I mean, like he played. But it wasn't like he was the he was the you know gung ho starter, so that's why both people won on this. I think golf is going to be a huge flop in Detroit. I really do. He doesn't have any weapons. He doesn't have a running game. He's a quarterback that is better on the play action when and that can give him more time to find his wide receivers. And he just doesn't have that. He just doesn't. He doesn't have the defense. This man had one of the, if not the number one defense, one of the top three defenses in the NFL. That's the only reason they even made the playoffs is because of how good that defense was. This isn't the same Rams team from two years ago when the Chiefs and Rams went at it, uh, went at it in, 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 I think it was Monday night football for like 95 points or whatever was scored in that football game. This is not the same team. Offensively, losing Todd Gurley, Gurley going to Atlanta, which he was injured. He's been injured for Atlanta. It's it's not. He's just not that good. And Yorkie says same with the Bucks. Look, that's right. The Bucks and the reason why they have won at times has been because of that defense. Go back and watch the Packers game. Tom Brady was not good. He was not good. Man threw what three interceptions, three consecutive plays. He was not good. At all, and the Bucks still won, and they went to the, and they're going to the Super Bowl because of how good that defense was in in guarding against Aaron Rodgers. This is going to be a fun game, man. Going to be very, very fun. Now, coming up on Friday, make sure that you are watching. You're following KCPN. Give us a like on Facebook. Follow us. On Twitter, subscribe on Twitch, follow us and, and get us and subscribe on YouTube. The moment that we go live, you will get that notification. The diapers may even be back. Those are empty boxes, by the way. We've got a recycling bin right outside this garage, and it's full, so we just couldn't put these in here just yet. But yeah, the Huggies may be back. The Huggies may be making another appearance. We will talk to you on Friday. It will be a special Super Bowl breakdown edition of We The Fans right here on KCPN. Follow me on Twitter at Joe Hawk. Thank you so much for hopping in and watching this and listening to this tonight. Make sure, and I'm saying this because we're going to put this on Apple Podcasts uh, coming up tomorrow morning. And if you're listening to this, you need to know Friday is going to be very, very video heavy. So even if you listen to it, you're only going to be getting about half the podcast. Make sure that you follow us and you watch the video coming up on Friday. Yorkie, we will talk to you later, bud. Thank you so much. I'm glad that your family is better. I'm glad that he is back home. Janet, thank you for loving the Huggies. The Huggies are are now the star of the show. And Huggies, if you're watching... 
I need all the love, bro. Anything you want to give, I will promote. I don't care. I'm 36 years old. I'll, I'll throw some love for some depends. I don't really care what it is. Especially for pain. All right. We will talk to you on Friday with that special edition of We The Fans here on KCPN. Have an amazing night, and we will see you on Friday. The only thing we have to fear is fear itself.